Are you alright? Did you get a fucking haircut, did you? Did you get a haircut? Are you looking well for your mammy? Are you looking well for your mammy? Welcome back, guys. <laughs> second breakfast phase three. Second breakfast phase three. Hello, hello. I'm at a place called my home. Yeah. Recording this. Thank you so much to um, you two, to uh, Bono and The Edge for recording that little intro for me there. Um, thanks so much, guys. I know you're big fans of the show, and I'm a big fan of your work. So it all worked out, didn't it? Um, so I just would like to apologize, first of all, for not recording an episode on Monday. I had big plans for uh, an old Lord of the Rings episode, and it's coming this Monday. But I got a massive case of the lazies, guys. I got a massive case of the lazies. I had a, I came down with a case of not wanting to do it. And we all know how serious that can be. No, I had a big old weekend on the Lush last weekend. And, um, do you know, Sunday evening, I could think of nothing I wanted to do more than just sit in front of the couch. And then I was like, that's fine. I'm going to do it Monday evening. I'll do it then. It's fine. I know I'm going to do it. Monday evening came along. Didn't want to do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now it's Friday lunchtime, and I'm recording, and I'm putting out straight away. Unedited. No, it's going to be edited. Don't worry about that. But, you know, just I do apologize because I want to be consistent, and I really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy talking all this shit for y'all, and I really enjoy just having a bit of crack. Um, but don't worry, Monday, this coming Monday... Next Monday, even, um, Lord of the Rings episode of The Projection Room will be out, where I just talk shit about Lord of the Rings. And, um, yeah, then it's going to be business as booming as ever from then. Might try and get a few more interviews now that restrictions are lifted and stuff. Do you know, I might talk to some of my musically inclined friends, more of my artistically inclined friends. Um, but, yes, I apologize once again. That's the last time I'm going to say sorry. It's not, I love saying sorry, I say it all the time. Uh, but yeah, that was it. I just got so lazy and got into my own head. I was like, no, nah, just don't do it. Just, it's too It's too early to do it. Now you're doing it Wednesday. You have a podcast coming on Friday. And then just a while ago, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll just wait till Monday. But then that would have started a process of, for the next 60 years of my life, just not doing the podcast anymore. But anyways, just a little insight into my own mind, guys. Um. So what have I been up to for the last week and a bit? Uh, writing a good bit. Writing a good bit. Now I have a lot of blogs out on um, the Rathpeak and Rambler blog on WordPress. If you're anyway interested, um, you should go check it out. I have been writing a bit. I've kind of been coming away from the movies a bit. Not really. I'm still watching them, but you know, I'm very bad for actually reviewing modes. Um, but I have been watching a lot of stuff now that we're going to talk about. But first, before I get into all of that, you know, let's not forget about the fantastic intro that I actually do have and not the ones I make up at the start. Here is Rusty Gray. Rusty Gray. You know the food for your soul, gotta feed your mind. You gotta know if you eating right. Gotta put yourself first. Yes, let's address this. But while we're here, let's have a second breakfast. Absolutely love it. So, anyways, guys, phase three. How are you doing? Might talk about that a little later. Did you get an old haircut? Did you go? Did you did you queue up in the barbers, man? Did you get a lovely fade? 
and the scissors on top. <laughs> Did your mommy cut it in a bowl for you? <laughs> so anyways, what I'm going to talk about first is what I have been watching um, in the last bit. Um, we're going to talk about phase three in a while. I'm going to talk about a bit what I've been up to. Because the last podcast you got was Adam Sandler, and that, that's over a week ago. And I know I know what you're going to say. Kean, we don't talk in real life. But hey, if you're listening to me now, it's been a while, hasn't it? So there is actually a lot of really, really good TV shows on um, Netflix and Amazon Prime in the last few that have been uploaded recently. Um, and one of them, ironically enough, is called Upload. And that is on Amazon Prime. So it's set in the future. It's set in like the 2030s, but it's a much more technologically advanced future than we have right now. So there's like self-driving cars. All stores are automated. You know, humans are still managers and stuff like that. But all the kind of grunt work, I suppose, that, you know, you know, the tougher, more manual labor jobs are being done by robots. Uh, I feel bad for saying grunt work. I didn't mean that. Don't ca- I, Please, I didn't mean that. Um, but you know what I mean. And, you know, so there's this guy and he's trying to develop um, an afterlife, basically. There's a lot of these afterlifes, like it, you basically, your consciousness gets uploaded to an afterlife, like a heaven. But it's like a digital afterlife where you can still live on, you know, if, if you have the money to do it um, or if you choose to do it. Um, our main character, Nathan, is trying to develop a free one where you can build your own one with your own family and you don't have to, like, spend yours with other people who have paid. And he dies in a car crash, but the cars are all self-driving and they're meant to be foolproof. So, you know, that's kind of... Um, that's the start of the story and then he gets a handler like she's a customer service agent inside in um this place uh lakeview which is the heaven in this world like not in this world but one of the one of the many many subscriptions you can sign up to um of a heaven so that's kind of the basis of it really really good i'm like four three or four episodes in um i would totally 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 recommend it um it's on amazon prime same thing I've said about Amazon Prime before, guys, is that if you don't have it, you can sign up for like a month free, I believe, or two weeks free, and then just delete it if you don't want to watch anything else. Because there's not, there is, there is really good shows on there, but you know, I don't know, is it worth another subscription if Netflix has all the kind of main ones, you know? Um, the next show that I was watching, okay, so that's on Amazon Prime. Definitely watch it. It's um. Greg Daniels, who wrote and like created The Office and Parks and Rec, he's the creator and writer of this. He's won loads of Emmys. And if you watch The American Office and Parks and Rec, you will really, really, really like this show. It's kind of, it's not as zany and, well, it is, but it's more, you know, the, the, it's not a documentary style. It's not like The Office or the Parks and Rec in that regard, but it is very, very good. So the next one I've been watching recently, and one that I can't believe I haven't watched so far, um, is catastrophe with um Sharon Horgan, the uh, it's won loads of awards like Iftas, Baftas, um, it's absolutely fantastic. And I like I've seen it 
on TV and stuff before, but I've just never given it the time of day for some reason. I think because it was already on like season three when I heard about it, but it's absolutely unbelievable. I've just finished the first season. Um, so it stars Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney as Sharon and Rob. Um, and they meet when um, Rob, who's American, comes over to London for work, meets Sharon, who's Irish, who's living in London, and they basically have a week of just riding, basically. Sure, sure what else would you be at when you're on a work trip, do you know yourself? But fair play to them. They, you know, do do the bad thing, and they he goes back to America, and a couple of weeks later, she rings him and turns out that she's pregnant. And he kind of, you know, and so you're not really expecting it, but he comes back to London. He's like, oh, we're going to make this work. I'm going to be, a da- I want to be a dad. I want to be a good man to my child, you know. Um, And that's basically it. And it comes back and they're like, so he's like staying with her and everything. They, they got on really well for the week. um, And they just kind of fall into a relationship. And it is one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time. Like, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It is actually hilarious. Like, Rob Delaney is so funny. Sharon Horgan is the funniest person in this show. She is just hilarious. The two of them just bounce off together so well. And it just makes it seem so real. Like, there's one scene where they're walking through London and there's a young couple behind them fighting. And she's like, oh, I hope we never get like that. And he's like, we are like that but we have real problems, so it's okay, and they're, it's just, oh, it's so funny, like, the arguments they have are just brilliant, the names they call each other, and even, like, I, I watched the very first bit of the second season, because I wanted to see what happened, there's a big, like, cliffhanger at the end of season one, Um, you know what, binge watching, you, you kind of have to watch what happens next, like, you know, but um, that is a brilliant show, um, you know, the arguments they have are fantastic. And the supporting cast, like Sharon's brother Fergal, is hilarious as a kind of a dickhead, but like, you know, he's he is a dickhead. He's a massive dickhead, but he's really funny and it's the Irish accent they have. It's kind of the kind of Dublin one. Um and then Sharon's friend, Fran, who's played by Ashley Jensen, you'd know her from um Afterlife. She's the nurse that Ricky Gervais goes out tries to go out with. And um, her husband, Chris, who's played by Mark Bonner, who was in, um, remember I was talking about that show there a couple of weeks ago, um, what was Unforgotten, he was in season two of that, he's a fucking brilliant actor, but he's so funny in this, he's absolutely just so dry and like, just, it's almost like a maniacal like evil funny under the surface like he's always seems like he's ready to pop off but he's always laughing it's oh you'll have to watch it that's on amazon prime as well but i think that's on some english subscription services so have a look there if you can change your vpn to that but um, there's four seasons of that and they're all award-winning um it's kind of made more real by the fact that um now i haven't seen season two three or four i don't know what actually happens in those seasons yet but i know season one but i do know that um rob delaney he he's a very funny guy on Twitter, but he actually lost the son to like um some childhood illness when the son was two years old, and you can kind of you just see how nice of a man he is. You know he's an absolutely fantastic individual. Sharon Horgan is one of my favorite actresses. Anyways, she was brilliant in Dating Amber as well, um which is also on Amazon Prime. Check that out. But as I said, guys, go watch those two shows and then delete Amazon Prime. You don't need to keep the subscription. I would keep it, 
you know, especially that we're not going out and going out on the town every night if you have a bit more to watch. But um, those are two Amazon Prime shows that I would absolutely, totally recommend. And once I'm finished them, they'll be getting reviewed on the blog. That's the Rathpeakin Rambler. That is my name. Don't wear it out, but wear it out on your keyboard. Typing it in to the search bar. That's my newest jingle, guys. Patent pending. Right, I'm not going to... Um, well, I am going to tattle on a bit longer because uh, I don't want to go back to work. Um, the one show on Netflix I was watching was Catat or no, that's I was <laughs> oh my god, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. My notes, my notes, my writing's like a chicken scratch. Um, uh, like a fucking chicken scratch, mate. Oh my god, I just saw. I was just looking, and um, this is not a show, guys. Um. A leaf from you know like a branch of a tree full of leaves just swung by the window and I genuinely thought there was like a flying creature staring at me not a bird I know what a bird is and don't be fucking trying to make me feel stupid I know what a bird is I'm saying a flying creature like um like one of the flying monkeys from um Wizard of Oz or something you know just staring and looking at me I don't know going a bit mad um traitors <laughs> traitors on Netflix is unreal it is actually brilliant i started off like watching season one and i was like "Mm, i don't know about this now um you know it's set in england just after world war ii and um this girl fief is um who was being trained as a spy now has nothing to do because they don't need spies anymore and as well she's a woman women weren't held in any regard back then anyways they were like right go off now get married pop out a few youngins like madness but she basically convinces some american spies that she was friendly with to to keep her on and run her as 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 an informant and they they decide yeah she'll actually be good now she'll get me information on like possible communist or russian infiltration in the british government which it turns out there's a lot of um it's an absolutely brilliant show i'm about four seasons in it's only one season on um on netflix but it is very very good um the only thing i was saying that like maybe it wasn't um that maybe the first episode you might be like oh it's not great is like there's a lot of story you know you have to build the story and that can be boring in the first episode, but I get. Please stick with it after episode one because it just gets better and better. And there's only six episodes. I'm four in. I have two more left, and I just don't want it to end. And um, myself and Katie were watching that. It really reminded us of. Um, I was talking about this on a previous podcast. Um, just search the name if you're on Spotify. If you want to listen to it, it was um the Bletchley Circle. Um. It was one of my TV reviews, and it was set around this time, maybe earlier. Yeah, it was just after World War Two. Um, the Bletchley Circle about a group of code breakers in World War Two, who after the World War Two ended, you know, they are women. So, right, your husband's coming home, go off and, you know, service him or whatever. Like fucking, it's the way the world was, you know, it's the, the way the world was for fucking centuries, and it's only still a long way to go. But you know, um. But that's the base of this as well. So Fief, um, Fiona is her name, but Fief is her nickname. Um, she becomes basically an informant for the American government, 
who only have like a skeleton crew of spies left in the UK after the war. And she is also romantically involved with a member of the, I think he's the Labour Party, isn't he? Or he's liberal anyways, he's a socialist. And they're trying to get information from him. Oh, it's they're trying to find out who the Russian informant is in the in the cabinet office. It's fantastic. So Emma Appleton plays Fief Simmons. She's very good. Um, Keely Hawes, you'd know her from Line of Duty season three. Oh, she was your one. I can't remember her character in Line of Duty season three, but she was the one. Or was no season two? Sorry, um, she was the one who um, you know. Um, Oh, I can't even, I won't even explain it because I'm getting too much, excuse me, but Keely Hawes is brilliant in this, she's a fantastic actress, Um, it's just very, very good, I would definitely recommend it, it's on Netflix guys, everyone has Netflix, everybody and their mother has Netflix these days, so just get a fucking login off someone and watch that, it's only six episodes as well, so you know, you can't really, um, you can't lose, you can't lose, um, so that is the TV shows I've been watching. I watched a few fucking shitty movies now, I'll be honest with you. I know this isn't a movie podcast. This, well, this one isn't. But, you know, you skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want to listen anymore. Shite talking about TV. But, you know when you're hungover. <laughs> hey, you know when you're hungover. You know when you're hungover and all you want to do is just sit down and kind of lie your face on like a cold cushion and just watch TV. You know, you might get up every once in a while, and it's one of those days you just want to keep eating or drinking, you know, whatever you want to do. Maybe it's the rollover. Top tip, drink lager on the rollover if you if you like beer. Lighten the stomach. Um, But, you know, it was one of those days last weekend where I was like, feck it, just want to watch something that I can just turn my brain off. I do not have to worry about what I am watching, you know. And saw that The Rock's movie, um, Dwayne Johnson, his movie Rampage, was on um, Amazon Prime. And it's about uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like a geneticist at a zoo. And he's like the lead knowledge of primate um, behavior there. And he's like, he can talk to the, the apes and he can talk to the gorillas, talk to this albino gorilla called George. And then... Um, the start of the movie a scientist is up in space and uh, you know she's in a spacecraft and there's like a creature looks almost like a wombat or something like a gigantic creature following her around and she shoots off into space escapes and like six or three or four canisters that she had with her as research um fall away from the ship and land in different spots and they enlarge like a wolf they enlarge a, gor- um, a gorilla, uh, an alligator, and they enlarge the albino gorilla as well. And it's basically, you know, that the whole city is going to burn or, you know, fall down because these three animals are destroying the city. It gets very, very bad. It gets so predictable and so... It's those movies that, like... It, there's another movie I'm going to talk about in a second, but it's... Yeah, so it's like... Rampage was kind of like, okay, you know... You can see what's going to happen, but it's still unbelievable because you're like, they're hardly going to do that. Like, I mean, that's so obvious that they're going to do They're They're going to throw up, but no, they do it. It's the same as Line of Duty, not the show. There's a movie called Line of Duty just out on Netflix. And Lord Almighty, is it a pile of shite? Is it a pile of shite? 
it is a pile of shite. Aaron Eckhart is in it. Um, that guy from the OC, um, Chris something, is fucking shit. Oh my god, don't watch it. I watched it so you could you. I ran so you could walk. I walked so you could run. So you could run away from the TV if that was on. That is a terrible, terrible movie. It is just so bad. Everything is so predictable. And as I just said, like you're like, no, they can't. Like, this guy is like... So there's one scene where Aaron Eckhart is running away from the bad guy. And he has the whole length of like a street to run across. And your man is staring at him down the barrel of the gun. It's like a big machine gun with like a, a red scope and everything. And you're like, oh, he's got him. Oh, my God. He's got to le- at least get him in the leg. You know, he'd be like, OK, he's going to slow the good da- guy down. Your man literally shoots above him. You can see the bullets like, hitting off things in, in the at the top of the screen. And you're like, oh, is this guy? Oh, j- lads, just don't don't bother watching it. It's on like Ireland's top 10 on Netflix. I don't know why people are watching this. And I know, like, I I put out a review about uh, the Eurovision movie um, at the start start of last start of this week. And look, it wasn't a great movie, but you know, it had its moments, and the music was very good. You know, about a five out of ten was fair for the, this movie. I'm gonna review it next week because I have to just put it down on paper and get it out of my mind. It's about a two or three out of ten. Absolutely terrible. C'est terrible. C'est un show terrible. Like, oh, fucking. So, so, so bad. Rampage, give it a go if you are on Amazon Prime. And also, Hamilton is out on Disney Plus, guys. I'm fucking buzzing for that. I cannot wait to watch it. Um, But, anyways, that's enough talk about movies because we're going to be talking about movies on Monday. But, guys, I missed you and I'm going to talk a bit about Phase 3 now, okay? So, how are we all doing with Phase 3? Did you get an old haircut? Did you queue up for the barbers? Did you get an old skin fade, man? Did you get a half in the back and sides and an old trim on top? What did you get? Tell me now, tell me now. Are you looking well for church on a Sunday? Hey. Um, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the haircuts. Um, You know... Like... I haven't changed my outlook despite the fact that phase three has come in. I'm like, I'm still working from home. I'm enjoy, you know, I'm enjoying working from home, enjoying not driving in, but I, I wrote a blog post the other day called Assumptions or Pooing on the Clock, doing a number two on the clock. And I talked about, like, the assumptions of, like, you know, even in work, you know, if you're in an office environment and you get up from your your computer... And you go to make a coffee, or you go to make a phone call, a personal call, or you go to the bathroom. And the assumption is always that you're doing number two. You're doing a poo. The, assum- <laughs> the assumption is you're always doing a poo. Like, I know, like, and it annoys me so much. Like, t- obviously, no, I'm, t- I'm very j- talking very generally here. Like, not everybody is going to be like, oh, my God, like, um, Kian didn't pick up the phone again he's definitely pooing like i'd hope not everybody i hope not everybody is looking at my fucking my little arrow on skype going yellow like away for five minutes and they're like another poo another cup of coffee huh like i just got so fixated on it (laughs) 
because I get so annoyed because I came back from break the other day and I had a missed call and a few few emails and I picked up the call then and I, I called the guy back and he was like, oh, did you have a nice break, did you? And I was like, don't you fucking talk to me in that fucking way. Don't you fucking talk to me. Don't you assume where I was until you've walked a mile in my poos. <laughs> oh, I hate myself so much. But like, the moral of the story, guys. Um, so like, working from, I'm basically doing the same thing. I'm not taking too much chances. Now, you know, we're going to, myself and Katie are going, um, not going out, we're going to like um, a cinema tonight. So like, that's fine. But like, you know, I'm not going out, going to pubs or anything until, you know, maybe 20th of July because I don't see the point. I'm still a bit nervous. Cases are going up. You know, there's no real... I don't think there's that much to feel optimistic about. Not that people shouldn't feel optimistic because that's very defeatist and negative. But, you know, I, I just think we need to keep doing what we were doing. You know, social distance, wear your masks in shops wear your fucking masks there's no need to get aggro if people say where's your mask like you have some deep-seated issues if you get annoyed if you get annoyed and you see people saying wear your mask and you 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 feel a twinge of annoyment annoyance in your mind fuck them telling me what to do it's like you need to go and think about other things and put on and buy a buy a mask basically um you know i think we just need to keep what we're doing I'm delighted things are opening. I'm delighted people are getting back to work and all that. I'm glad I'm not going back to, you know, I am working, but I'm not in an office. I'm glad I'm not. But I just think, you know, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Okay. Um, You know, it's great that like bars are open. You know, I know you need to buy like the substantial meal. Have a few, a bag of substantial meals with the lads, huh? A bag of sust- <laughs> substantial meals worth nine euro with the boys. Down the but down the gap pitch, ha! Um, it's great the bears are opening and people can get back to kind of some sort of, you know, old normality to kind of keep them at ease, you know. Because I know, like, I know myself, but I know, like, from hearing other people talk about, like, you know, getting cabin fever. I don't have cabin fever, but you know, it's very easy to get annoyed when you've been inside all the time, like, John, get ratty about nothing. You know, you might whoever like sit next to you and they might they I don't know they might move the table by mistake or they might you know knock over something and you know it's just it's not worth getting an idol because you've been inside all the time or just in the same place all the time it just strikes something in your head is like this is something I should die for okay that person is after moving my cup and I'm not finished with it yet and they've moved it so that they could put their cup down. And it's just such a total act of aggression that I'm going to ruin both of our evenings. No, I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing that or anybody I'm I'm involved with is doing that. Because we are emotionally adjusted people, okay? Don't fucking assume. You know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you. Not me. Um, but yeah, it's great that bars are opening um, The barbers are opening You know, that's fantastic People are getting their hair cut uh, you, Did you get your hair cut? Did you? <laughs> this, I don't know what's going on in this episode I'm just so happy to see you guys So happy to talk to you guys um, 
Yeah, I saw a load of posts about the barbers, about people getting back to the barbers. That was something now that I wouldn't have raced back into, to be perfectly honest. Um, I don't, I just think it's the fact that you're so close to the barber. And I know, like, I saw pictures of Salons in Blarney, or not Rapika, but in Blarney. And they had, like, the big welder's mask on, like, you know, the clear one, like, and that's great, but... In male barbers, I, I just walked past one in Nace there yesterday, and they just said they had the face masks on and, and they had the gloves, fantastic. Like, um, and I know it's all very caring. These are the new regulations; they're all abiding. But personally, I wouldn't be racing back to the barbers. Um, I think like, you know, I'll be I'll be alright for another while. Um, fair play to anyone who is going back and getting a nice nice haircut. There's some nice nice looking scalps out there. Fair play to all you guys, and fair play to everyone who's gone back and got their hair done. Like I'm glad you got back, but personally, I won't be racing back. Um, cinemas are open. Halle fucking you yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm absolutely delighted they'll be opening. Um, the one here in Nace, the Odeon isn't opening as far as I know, which is a balls. Because then I see like the real picture in Blackpool. Hashtag ad. <laughs> the real picture in Blackpool are opening up. I think they're opening. They opened yesterday. Um, and they have like a load of old films. Old. The Batman trilogy is playing there. That is unreal. Like I would love to go see it. I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is going to be there in the next week or so. I cannot wait for that. Um, but um, the Stella Cinema in Dublin is open. That's where we'll be heading. Um, they show old movies but they're all couches. Really, really cool. Um, can't wait for that. Um, I'm just delighted the cinema is open. And I'm delighted all these places are kind of open because, you know, this lockdown, the quarantine and stuff, um, you can kind of sense the palpable relief in the air when you walk around. Now, people are out and about. Some people are wearing masks as, as they walk out and about. Some people aren't. That's fine. Uh, more people are wearing masks in shops, I've seen, which is good. Um, I've, I wear them most of the time. I forgot mine yesterday and I felt bad, but... You know, I did feel bad, but I was already at the shop. Like, I wasn't going to walk all the way back home and then walk back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, I'm fucking do what I want. Um, And finally, and GA is starting again. And for all my fucking preaching about GA, the training's back. I'm not going. <laughs> I was waxing lyrical about the, the positive mental impact that it will have on people to go back training and playing and stuff. And it would on me as well, but training is in Rapik and I'm in a different county. Like, I'm not driving all the way back for training. I'll come back for the games. That's the sort of man I am. I'll come back and I'll win you the fucking game, right? And if anybody's from Rapik is listening to this now, right? You put me on centre forward or you don't fucking put me on at all, huh? No, I mean, I'll take literally any position. Bar corner forward. Bar corner back, I mean. I'm uh, not built for that. <laughs> Um, but yeah it's great to have the GA back um, it's great I bought the no TV subscription for um, for the sports for Sky Sports because of the soccer the football because of the football guys sorry I'm a big man I'm a big man and I know the right words the football is on um, because of the fucking soccer I was watching the soccer the men reds were playing and that's been great now I know Katie's probably not too happy because every night I'm like we throw on the old game there will we huh and will I get a haircut <laughs> um she <laughs> but I'd be throwing on the game there most nights especially United United Sids 
Um, absolutely brilliant performance the other night. Well done to Liverpool. Um, do you know what I'll say? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not happy. Liverpool won the league. Um, I'm actually. I'm fairly annoyed. But they were the best team by mile, by a country mile. You know. Um, is there a difference between a country mile and a city mile, guys? This is how random now my thoughts are going today. I'm just happy to be back. Um. But yeah, like it's great to have all these things back and kind of a sense of normality. The only thing I'm scared about is that cases are kind of half rising again. Um, I've heard that there's, you know, there's American people after coming over on holidays. There's English people after coming over on holidays. And they got in like roundabout ways as well. Like they flew into Belfast and then they drove, they rented a car and drove down to fucking Dublin. And got the train to Killarney or some shit like that. And it's like, if it's that hard to get into the country where you want to stay, fuck off. Like, like I'm saying this now to everyone. Not that, you know, I, ho- I hope people know that when I say this, like, you know, like, I'm saying this to everyone who's listening now. I know there's, like, a core group of people who listen. I thank you so much for listening. I'm only saying this, like, to be, have a bit of crack. But if any Americans are thinking of coming over, or English people, or wherever you're from, not just those two countries, but because your country leaders are the two stupidest people, you know, people that have that wield much power, um, don't come over here, like, you know, the cases are going to rise, and we're going to be back to square one in feckin' September, all locked down again, and that's just, I just don't want to do that, like, I mean didn't bother me personally, but it was the fact that you were restricted to within two kilometers. Like, you couldn't really go anywhere. Um, You know, like, that was... That's not nice for people. Like, you know, it's if, if it's necessary, it's necessary. But if we have the power as, you know, a race of people, everybody in the world, to quarantine and stay in and social distance... You know, why wouldn't we do that? Sacrifice, like, a half a year. You know, grow a few plants in your garden or start reading books again or, you know, play more PlayStation. Like, nobody's stopping you doing any of these things. But just please don't come to Ireland and increase our our rates of COVID-19 again. Like, how fucking selfish do you have to be? And then, but, like, that's the thing that pisses me off is that, like, they... So I read on Twitter now, and I know Twitter isn't, like, you know, the most reliable of sources, but, you know, this is what I read would have had to happen for them to get in, is they would have had to, like, go to Belfast and then rent a car and drive down or else get the train down or something. And, like, I've read tweets about people seeing Americans being being the big tourist dickheads that they are in Dublin. And don't get me wrong, I love tourism, I love all of that, and I, I love America because I'm from there and I really I really love the place but like why are you coming here increasing your own risk of getting it spreading it to more people at home and spreading it to more people here um you know at this moment in time Ireland is for the Irish and by that I mean Ireland is for all of the citizens and people who have lived here all their lives who lived here who are here like you know living here whether that be the last six months, a year, or however long, you know, race, colour, creed, Ireland's for the people in Ireland right now, not for fucking you to come over and mispronounce our fucking county names 
and, you know, tell us that your great-great-grandfather was a quarter Irish. No, he fucking wasn't. No, he fucking wasn't. This is all coming out now. Jeez, this is years of fucking suppressed rage against them. Did you... My my dad... My dad, his name is um, Fitzhenry, and he's actually, like, seventh generation from Ireland. I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. I was like, um, like, would you know any Fitzhenrys? I was like... Do you know what you're fucking asking me now? You're asking me, do I know a surname? Do I know any Fitzhenry? It's like walking into fucking... It's like walking into any fucking... It's like going to any country and asking... I mean, it's like asking her, does she know any Fitzhenrys? Do you know any Daltons? No, no. No, that's not an American name. Fitzhenry is a fucking Norman name because they fucking suppressed us, right? The Irish! We were, we were oppressed and suppressed... And we were pressed, and I love the word pressed. Anyways, I'm, I went really off topic there, but I just used to hate that, especially working as the doorman in thing. It's like, oh my god, I was in Ireland last year, bro. I was in Ireland last year. I was all over Ireland last year. I was like, oh, where'd you go? I was like, I went to Dublin, and then we went to um, went to the Glendaluk. So you you were in Dublin. You went for a walk one day. It was a yeah, we went all over the place, bro. It's such a small country too, bro. We went all over the place. It's like you stayed in Dublin. So it's not that small. Like it is small in comparison to any state in the US or like any other country. Really, we're a very small country. But the fact they're like such a small country, bro. Oh my god, you sh- my hand is going wild here. Like I'm fucking. I the impression of this guy is on point. If you knew who I was talking about, <laughs> it's like the it's such a small country, bro. Oh my god, fuck off, man. Like the only times the people used to come up to me telling me that and telling me that their great grandfather was Irish. And, you know, just, like, blatant lies as well, like. I love the Irish, man. I love the Irish. It's like, what do you love about the Irish? It's like, oh, you guys know how to throw a party. It's like, some people do, but oftentimes we just drink to excess and mock the shit out of Americans. <laughs> and sometimes we do it sober on a podcast. But I think I'm going to leave it there, guys. I Like, I'm just going, I think I'm just getting angrier and angrier <laughs> as I go along. Um, you know, some other, you know, just, Reacting to other news, um, the change of government in the last few weeks. Um, Michal Martin is now Taoiseach. And look, look, I wouldn't be a fan of Fianna Fáil politics, but Michal Martin, you know, went through a very tough time there with, um, you know, personal loss and... It seems to be a very momentous occasion for him. As a person, I'm happy for him as a person. I know that people come back. Not people, but, you know, there's people out there giving out that, you know, he's part of Fianna Fáil, drove us into a recession. But Michal Martin didn't single-handedly drive us into a recession, you know. Uh, Michal Martin, happy for him. Not happy that Fianna Gael are still in power and hold a lot of positions. Not happy that Fianna Fáil are in power. Not happy that there's a lot of just stupid shit going on. Fianna Fáil, junior ministers, like, oh, well, Michal didn't give me a position. And it's really, it's an affront to my community. It's like, if, <laughs> to come out and make that public statement, like, like how obtuse. <laughs> you have to laugh at these things or you'd fucking cry, like, you know. Um... Just want to say that uh, great respect for Tony Holohan, Dr. Tony Holohan. Um, 
you know, fair play for going through that such a tough job while he was dealing with such personal stuff at home. Um, just want to say, you know, it's sad. The reason that he's leaving is so sad, and I feel so sorry for him and his wife, Emer. But fair play to him and fair play to her. Fair play to both of them for going through such a tough time together while he was all set to be away so much and doing so much for the rest of the country. You know, a mark of a man. Absolute lasting legacy. Do you know, like that's the, it's the thing. He can hold himself in high regards. And, you know, he, he's, an, he's a great man. Um, And then I meant to talk about this last week. Um, I didn't, you know... Not that I have any standing in the Irish comedy community. I wouldn't. I would never go that far. Um, you know, maybe in the Rathpeakin comedy community, I can stand up and talk. But um, no, about the there's a lot of accusations going around um, with regards to sexual assaults of female comedians. Uh, some male, but mainly female comedians. And I just want to say, I believe them all. I'm glad that certain people are getting some sort of justice in that their their work is drying up. It's a shame it took vulnerable people to come out and recount their harrowing stories for people to start believing this stuff about, you know, certain people. Um just wanna say that I admire the courage of these women who came out and talked about being sexually abused or assaulted or you know, targeted by Irish comedy figures who held a lot of power. Um, Tony Cantwell talked about on his podcast podcast last week, and he made a good point that, like, if you see something like someone saying, like, oh, this certain person did this to me years ago, and your first response is, like, name them. We need names. They can't because they're going to get sued. They're going to get sued for def- def- defamation or, libe- or under the libel laws, and they're going to lose a lot of money. And they're never going to trust or open up ever again. So we have to leave that up to the authorities. And hopefully real justice can be served. Because like it sounds like these guys are massive, massive predators. Operating under the noses. And in clear vision of people for years and years. So well done to all the women who came out. And all the people who came out and talked about their stories. Um, some people to follow on Twitter is uh, Linda Nee Haydon. She's actually from Kildare as well. She's um, she's brilliant at supporting um the women and give showing them the right avenues to go down and um you know basically calling people out. I know that's not all she does, but just in this situation, um, give her a follow on Twitter. Actually, Linda Nee Haydon. She's very good. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of it from me, guys. Um, thanks for listening again. I know it's a bit of a long one, but I've been gone for a week and a half, you know. And I missed you all. I missed all your faces. I missed you. I missed all your your comments. Um. So, like, like, sh- share, and subscribe, please. Um. I'm the Rat Peak and Rambler everywhere. Um. The blog is going from strength to strength. I'm really enjoying the blog at the moment, and it's just because of the last six weeks I've been the last six months. I've been properly giving it a go, you know, and I'm really happy with it. And I'm happy to see where I go in the next few years. Like, you know, um, hopefully writing or something like this will be my my main 
source of income or inspiration, you know, and I, I just love it may it gives me great joy when I see people liking the stuff because I feel like okay they actually liked that you know they they read it and they enjoyed it or they listened and they enjoyed it. and I just want to say thanks so much to everyone who likes shares and subscribes um you're all fantastic um so Monday I'll be back with the Lord of the Rings podcast um hundred percent that'll be out Monday afternoon Monday morning whatever time you want um probably Monday morning um like share and subscribe this with all your friends let people know you know that i talk shite once a week once or twice a week um and i'd appreciate you know any feedback or any ideas really um so if you want to the repeat and rambler i'm on wordpress facebook twitter um fucking what else am i on facebook i mean instagram twitter facebook uh wordpress um I have a subscription if people want to sign up and help me out, you know, even just for like, you know, a couple of euro a month just to help me, you know, keep creating and support me in my dreams. Um, if you want, um, help me get an old haircut. I need an old, I need a two on the sides and a four on top, man. I want to go back to my youth. Um, and also, like any ideas, you know, if you have any ideas for podcasts, send them on. and please subscribe if you would like to help me out and but there's no you don't have to subscribe either because this will be coming out every week i love you all so very much and i can't wait to see where this takes me and us on the journey um so here's rusty gray bringing us out thank you so much have a fantastic evening Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before yeah this is not something for the green sea low this is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Or articulate talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast Huh, this man is restless He got just what you seek in Scrambler He is the wrath peaking Rambler